Welcome to everyone joining us today for this insightful conversation with Dennis DiBaggio, VP Scientific Advisor for Alta Sciences. For those who are not familiar with Alta Sciences, they are a fully integrated CRO CDMO with several sites across Canada and the US, offering biopharmaceutical companies early drug development solutions, including preclinical safety testing, clinical pharmacology studies, bioanalysis, research services, manufacturing, and analytical service. We're here today to shed some light on the CDMO side of the business, which handles the formulation, development, and manufacturing for the drug product. Now, a lot of times people may think the CDMO team only gets involved midway through the development process. For example, at the clinical trial phase, when the drug product needs to be manufactured, or at the tail end near approval, when the drug product needs to be manufactured at commercial scale. In reality, the CDMO division can start supporting the drug development program from the very beginning. So Dennis, how early on can your team get involved in a sponsor's program? That's a really good question, Teresa. And it's one surprisingly, we get asked a lot by sponsors when they first come to us to discuss the project. The fact is our CDMO division can support a drug development program from as early as early discovery and prototype formulations all the way through preclinical, clinical trials and commercialization. What's different about us though, is that we are fully integrated, we're a fully integrated CRO and CDMO. And that means our CDMO team works in tandem with our preclinical and clinical teams throughout the entire drug development process. This is all done under one program manager, making sure communication is constant and any issues are flagged early on and to this avoids any potential delays in the program. That's great. And I'm sure that's one of the reasons why work with Alta Sciences, having that single point of contact from start to finish. So take us through this. Tell us what happens when a client first comes to you with a molecule and tells you that they need clinical supplies formulated, developed, and manufactured within a couple of months. Sure, the, uh, the first step for our CDMO team is to discuss the overall project with the client. What is the API? What is its indication? What phase of development are they in? What's the project timeline? For all projects, it's, it's really important to have a high level of understanding of what the finished product looks like. Once we know this, it's much easier to meet our clients' needs and at the same time, provide our clients with a realistic expectation for the drug development program. Once we have a high level understanding of the project, we need to then determine if there are any safety issues with the API. If necessary, we have a grade C and grade D manufacturing area where we can handle the highly potent APIs. Early studies typically require that the API be dosed for safety evaluation. We will evaluate the chemical structure of the API so that the appropriate formulation can be developed to increase its solubility and its absorption. Concurrently with these safety studies is always keeping an eye on future phase one and phase two clinical needs. This includes selecting the appropriate dosage such as a liquid fill capsule, a liquid, a powder fill capsule, and then perform the appropriate excipient compatibility studies for each of those type formulations. This is an extremely important step. This provides the formulator with information that will predict and prevent serious issues in future clinical studies. If the API is insoluble, selecting a liquid fill capsule formulation 
In addition to incorporating wet media milling will help increase the bioavailability of the API. In parallel with these activities will be the development of phase appropriate analytical methods for the testing of prototype formulations as well as stability testing. The objective for early formulation and development is to have a suitable formulation available as soon as possible to support these early safety studies. What kind of challenges can you run into at this stage of the process? The availability of API is always a concern early in the drug development process. Besides potentially being very expensive, the quantity of API is often very limited and can determine the extent of formulation work that is possible. The next challenge is to determine the potency of the formulation needed to support the preclinical studies. This is often not readily available at this stage. Based on the solubility of the API, we will do our best to develop various formulations that will provide the highest concentration of API on a percent weight weight basis to provide maximum dosing options for the clinic. Thank you. Okay, so once the molecule has been successfully formulated, then what? So once we have established we have a suitable formulation with acceptable stability, we will manufacture the appropriate quantity of drug product to support preclinical testing. This is often performed using small-scale manufacturing equipment. The drug product at this stage is typically provided in bulk packaging to the clinic for dosing. Again, as we do in an early formulation stage, we want to keep an eye on our ability to scale up the formulation using like equipment as the product moves into phase one and phase two development. Right, that makes sense. What kind of issues have you run into at this stage of the development process? Well, at this point, the goal is to have a formulation that is robust enough to meet the potential changing preclinical needs. This can be anything from a shift in dosing requirements to the need for additional drug product. And often this is needed on an as-needed basis. So turnaround time is really critical at this point. Okay, in my past career, we had a topical solution that failed a stability test two months into the clinical trial. The clinical trial had to be halted and a major investigation was launched to determine the cause of the instability and to reformulate the drug product to provide for adequate shelf life to support the clinical trial and also adequate shelf life for early commercial supplies. How does Alta Sciences ensure that the drug product will be stable for the duration of the preclinical and clinical studies? Here at Alta Sciences, early formulation work is performed and that includes putting multiple formulations on accelerated stability testing. And this is typically for a minimum of three to six months. And these are put up at multiple temperature and humidity conditions to stress the product to help you predict what's going to happen to it as, as time goes on. Sounds like in this case, maybe the study was started with only limited stability and did not include any accelerated testing that would help predict the potential issues that popped up at two months. Right. Okay, great. So once the product has passed the preclinical safety testing phase, we get to the fun part, first in human clinical trials. Our CDMO facility is fully integrated and it's set up to support the development and GMP manufacturing of all clinical materials. We've worked with all dosage forms on the market and in particular have expertise in manufacturing liquid fill capsules, powder fill capsules, 
liquids and suspensions, creams and gels, and injectable products that we send out for terminal sterilization. We typically perform clinical packaging and labeling to support preclinical and phase one and two studies. In addition, we can support person-human studies with appropriate matching placebo formulations. Critical to manufacturing is having a fully integrated analytical lab supporting all manufacturing, including API and excipient release testing, in-process and finished product testing, as well as stability testing. Also crucial is our quality assurance department, which makes sure that at every term, we're always looking to build quality into our product and quality systems to support the program overall. That's great. So Dennis, in my past experience, we had a packaging incompatibility issue with a topical gel that had a very low pH and it delaminated the inner liner of an epoxy lined aluminum tube. This delayed the start of a clinical trial. So how does Alta Sciences ensure packaging compatibility during formulation development? Along with selecting and performing excipient compatibility studies, selecting the desired packaging components early on, it's critical to help avoid this type of issue. Avoiding multiple type blister materials and various types of resins for polypropylene bottles, for example, would help prevent this sort of issue from occurring and leading to the delays in the studies. Thank you. So Dennis, if you could give sponsors any advice before they even start their formulation or begin their preclinical and clinical studies, what would it be? What are the key factors they need to consider to ensure things go smoothly? Sure, the one thing that comes to mind almost every time is you need to build in sufficient time into the drug development program to allow for all the proper activities to take place, uh, formulation and development, analytical methods, stability testing, uh, coming up with a, uh, a development report that sort of summarizes everything that takes place. They're key, they're key points to making any program successful. It takes a lot of the guesswork out. It allows you to go back in time to see what has happened in a chronological order, but you need to have that time built into the program. Often, as we all know, that's, that's not the case. Things have timelines that are unrealistic, but if you can try to make that a, an important key point right from the start, uh, it, it will make a big difference in the outcome of the program. That's great advice, and I'll be sure to share that with the clients we're speaking with. So I guess this brings us up to the last step. Once clinical trials are over, the drug has been approved. The next step is getting it produced for market availability, correct? Yes, that's right. Um, at this point, we need to manufacture validation batches in preparation for the commercial manufacturing. It's a huge advantage to have the capability of manufacturing not only small-scale clinical batches, but also commercial scale-up batches, having the equipment to do that is key. Uh, we often say the equipment is scalable equipment. And by that, that means um, you might have, for example, for a, a liquid fill capsule process where you're mixing a solution, you might start out making it a five kilo batch in a five liter kettle. Eventually you will want, you'll want to get to a 500 kilo batch in a 500 liter kettle. This is the right way of scaling up. And here at Alta Sciences, we have that same like equipment, be it a five liter kettle or a 500 liter kettle that will allow you to have the same tip speeds, mixing speeds and so on, that will allow you to predict the mixing times and 
all the, all the critical parameters needed to make that at a large scale basis. Okay, that's great, Dennis. Okay, with regards to commercialization, Dennis, in my early career, we transferred a topical solution product to a CDMO, and one of the excipients was dispensed into a, a stainless steel can. Uh, this caused the final drug product batch to turn a very bright yellow, and it was supposed to be completely colorless. Uh, so the batch had to be discarded. Uh, this was a significant uh, delay and expense for the company as the active was quite expensive, about 100000 So how does Alta Sciences ensure that this type of issue will not happen during commercial scale-up? Sure, yeah. And in, in an ideal world, at this stage of development, there should not be any significant surprises related to the formulation or with the manufacturing process. At this point, this is when all the early development work pays off. Performing accepting compatibility, having robust analytical methods, uh, having a tried and true scalable manufacturing process, uh, conducting stability studies, having de a development report that ties everything together and building quality systems into this process. These are all the pieces that should be, should be done to help prevent those type of issues you know, once it gets to a commercial state. These are tasks that come together over time. There are efficiencies that can be gained throughout this process. Sometimes there is some luck that's involved too. However, there are no shortcuts to have a quality commercial product on the market. So we can clearly see that the CDMO division is actually involved from A to C in the drug development process. That's correct. And the best part is when you partner with a fully integrated CRO, CDMO, like us, where our scientists work together throughout the entire drug development process, it can greatly accelerate the whole process, saving sponsors up to 40% in time and money. That's something that makes all of our clients very happy. And at the end of the day, that's what we want most for the product. Thank you so much, Teresa, for sharing all your experience with our listeners today. So many great stories that will definitely help our audience during their drug development program. And thank you all for listening. Be sure to check out our other podcasts, webinars, and videos on the Alta Sciences webinars and podcast channel. Talk to you soon. Thank you.